It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett for your Friday morning. It is great to have you with us. I'm Melissa Smith, your co-host with the beautiful Sam herself. Sam, how are you this week? Because you have been... Very busy lady. Yeah, I feel like I sometimes I should invest in a caravan or a motorhome and it might be easier to get from these race meetings instead of having to, you know, <laughs> get home all the time <laughs> and then hit the off. Road. Yeah, on the road. Maybe. I don't know if I would love the gypsy life. It probably would wear off eventually, but oh, I sometimes reckon. I think it might be easier. Yeah, because you this week you've had you had six days in a row of riding. Yeah, it had been pretty flat out. We had a meeting moved that was originally meant to be last Thursday, but with the weather, they moved that to Monday at Gatton. So I sort of rode Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we've got obviously today Doombin, um, and then tomorrow at Eagle Farm. So busy. You have been very busy. Hey, after we spoke last Friday, you had a very busy weekend. Um, that Friday afternoon, you headed to the Sunshine Coast. You had two second places there. A New Zealand horse on Sailor, and then yeah. another one, Cabronella. Yeah, well, it just was a bridesmaid on Friday night. I couldn't <laughs> get past second, but uh, no, it was really good to get, go up there, and, and Sailor went super. Um, mm. Both horses ran really, really well, so they'll be knocking on the door to win their next starts. Um, so people out there. Keep an eye out on those ones. Very um, nice. Yeah, and Saturday was sort of a whole lot of like around the money. Didn't sort of get a winner, obviously. Uh, Johnny Rockery ran super. X, my friend X, you ran Your favorite. Yeah, third mm-hmm. in the George Moore, which was a massive run from him. So. No, it was a really good day's racing and it was good to see. It was a really good crowd on course actually Saturday with the, yeah, the Stampede happy? finals and stuff like that. Yeah. It was cool, really cool. That's It's nice to see that, isn't it? Because the summer racing is back. I know. And it is really sort of what uh, brings it air of uh, excitement to this time of year, obviously with spring, summer racing. Uh, Christmas is just around the corner. Yes. Unbelievable. Have you got your Christmas tree up? I don't, <laughs> which is really bad because I'd already done all of my Christmas shopping. So my shopping was sorted at the start of the month, but the tree is still not up. Wow, throw me under the bus with that one. What about yourself? Do you have the tree up? No, no Christmas tree up either. So I'm not <laughs> oh, going to okay. throw stones You're at right. you. right. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that one, Sam. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm going to have to go home and put that one up. Thanks for reminding me. Just haven't gotten around to that just yet. Um, this week, you had four rides again. Yes, uh, four rides again. Um Ran second on one and then actually managed to win a race and then lose it on protests. So, wow. Uh, that does happen occasionally. What my, happened there? So my horse I was riding, it was called the Billionaire, jumped, just sort of led the field up, was in front and then got the wobbles up the straight and then obviously I don't have a mirror to see what's going on behind me. But uh, the horse that ran second and was the eventual winner after the protest, he was, was making a really fast late run at me and because my horse has shifted ground, it's sort of you know, the jockey of that horse has then had to sort of get around my horses. So they call, right. call it interference of sorts, you know, and that can vary from um, minor to quite severe interference. But essentially the stewards who um, sort of they make the call on the change of placings, it's up to them. Um, they take evidence from both riders. Um, 
the, the second horse, he only ran me down to like a, a head or so. So it's quite a short mm. margin. And they sort of take into account the ground that the horse has made up, what ground it's cost in my horse shifting and it having to change direction sort of thing. So um, they thought that had my horse had stayed straight and the other horse had had its fair line running, it beats me. So um, I can only put forward a case from you know, for what's happening with me and you never know sometimes which way it's going to swing. But unfortunately I lost that protest and oh. managed another second. Ah, bummer, <laughs> bummer. Well, that would just make you hungry for this weekend. Yes, yeah, so hungry. Yeah. We need winners. Yes. You want to be a bride, not <laughs> yeah, a bridesmaid, yes. right? Yeah. Hey, uh, it's been a busy year, hasn't it? When you, when you come into this part of the year, I mean, you know, this is kind of mid season for you, yeah. um, but you kind of reflect on the year, what, you know, how it's been professionally and personally, yeah. professionally, how's it been for you? It's been fantastic. Obviously, I'm my own hardest critic. Like I always want more results, better results, you know, things like that. But in terms of um, sort of being established here for a while now, I've been pretty happy with the support I've had. I've really enjoyed meeting new people, sort of making myself become part of the furniture, I guess, in the jockeys ranks here in Queensland. And I mean, it's a fantastic um, place to be. And I'm very grateful for the opportunities I've had. And like I said, that's um, it's been a challenge. Yeah. Uh, personally, it's been a challenge, just a change in lifestyle for me, but it's one that I've um, sort of embraced wholeheartedly and, yeah, trying to make the most of it. You've been enjoying the weather compared to NZ, right? Yes, <laughs> I don't miss those cold winter mornings at home one bit. Hey, uh, we've been, you know, throughout this series, we've been talking about talking to different trainers and yep. jockeys and apprentice jockeys, um, general managers of different racetracks. One trainer that you've ridden for before um, and you thoroughly enjoy his company is Chris Ma. I do. Chris is an absolute legend. Um, he was, you know, supported me when I first got here. Um, he's sort of well-known. He knows a lot of my family background, which is really cool. And he's having a fantastic run at the moment, Chris. Mm. Fantastic. He is, isn't he? He had yep. a couple of winners on the weekend as well. Yeah, he did. Well, you know what? Let's get him on the line because his story is quite fascinating as well. And how well he's doing, it's just great to see for, you know, a Queensland trainer now that yeah. he is based solely up here in Queensland. Uh, Chris, how are you going? Very well, thanks. That's good. I've got Sam here with me. Have you had a busy week? Uh, yeah, quite a busy week for our standards. We only have a small stable of sort of around 14 to 16 horses. So um, we've had some nice success in the past probably month. Uh, quite a lean spell before that, but... Um, they say when it rains, it pours, so we're happy to go with it at this stage. Yeah, that's always the way with racing. It's what keeps us on our toes, doesn't it? It's, you know, when you have those quiet spells, and I guess, like, with training, you, your horses that are in at the moment, they're not always in the stable at the same time. For people that don't you don't always know, they sort of come in and they have a few runs, and then they might go out. Some horses may have four or five runs in a preparation. Some may only have a couple. So, and it's always, like, when you say you've got, like, a small team in regards to, you know, some of the trainers across the road at Eagle Farm that have got... I don't know, 50 plus horses or something like that, I guess. Does it make it harder for you, um, you know, when you're having to sort of make the most out of the horses that are in the stables and, you know, so you're keeping your numbers up? Oh, for sure. Obviously, you have to be quite selective in your training and obviously um, your racing as far as, you know, picking the ideal race for them because you don't get too many chances. So when you do run them, you have to be pretty sure that they're um, they're going to earn some decent coin in that race otherwise it's, com- it's a complete waste of time so in that regard um you know yeah you just have to be careful and and, and sort of back your judgment and and uh you know not race in 
any races that you think you're going to be no hope in just for the sake of running them. Yeah, well, I guess that's good for your strike rate, though. And I think your strike rate must be pretty good at the moment. You said you've had a couple of really good winners. And I want to talk to you a bit about Ramoka because he's a horse that, I mean, I rode once for you, and he, he's a hard horse to ride. But your yeah, apprentice Malia, I mean, she's doing a fantastic job with him. He's won his last two. Yeah, well, um, he's, to say he's been frustrating, it's probably been an understatement. <laughs> um, we always why, why is that? that? Why, why is that, Chris? Oh, he's just. He's basically a little bit dirty on the world. He's, he doesn't have any friends. Uh, he doesn't oh. like to do doesn't like to do what he you know what we want him to do. Attitude, um, problem child. Yeah, he's got a decent attitude, but uh, this preparation, he, he's definitely turned the corner. He's still a little bit dirty on the world, but um, he's come a long way from sort of twelve months ago and even three months ago, where we were contemplating putting him online and just getting what we could for him. Oh, um, you're going to kick him out. Kick him out of home. <laughs> yeah, he, he was certainly on the way out, that's for sure. Probably three or four times. I think that's... Um, but oh. this preparation, we, he had the sort of two trials. Uh, he won one of them, which he's never won a trial in his life, so we uh, took pretty serious no, uh, notice of that effort. Um, and I just said to the owners, you know, he, he doesn't like... Um, Jockey's getting on him and sort of controlling him. So he wants to do it his way. Um, if you show a bit of aggression on him and things like that, um, you know, he, he just doesn't like that idea at all. So I just said, I'm just going to put Malia Castle on him, who's apprenticed to me. She can ride him every morning, riding in his trials, riding in his races. Sometimes, you know, less is more. And I think there's, there's an old sort of saying, you know, Sam, Sam would know this pretty well too, you know. Um, the girls don't seem to be as aggressive and they seem to be more patient than the boys. So we just basically took that approach with him. Um, and uh, lo and behold, he's won two from two, this prep. So that's pretty much how it works in the real world, not just in the jockey world, right? <laughs> <laughs> girls are more patient. Yeah, well, I won't, I won't go down that road. But, uh, <laughs> Smart man. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, you know, Sam will tell you firsthand, sometimes those sort of, angry, cranky horses that you know that have got a little bit of a motor there. Um, you've just got to try and go with them, make them as happy as you can. Um, you know, we've even taken him down to the beach. And if you had said to me six months ago that I'll be taking this horse down to the beach just for a bit of R&R, I would have laughed at you. But we've <laughs> taken him down a few times. Um, and obviously with Malia's tender touch, um, he's, he's turned the corner. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that, and it's fantastic to see Malia going so well. Obviously, she rode her first town winner the other day, and um, she's her improving. You know, her riding's improved, you know, tenfold, and she's such a lovely person. She does she just ride mainly for you, or how does it work with the dynamic? You know, you've with the apprentices. Obviously, you've only got a small team, so she just ride a bit of work for you, and then sort of ride a bit of outside work. Yeah, she rides rides for me every morning. Um, uh, on the odd morning, she'll go do a bit of outside work. Um, but mainly just for me in the mornings and she might shoot off to trials or jump out somewhere. I think she went to Bow Desert the other day um, and obviously she's going up north quite frequently. Um, she was up there on um, uh, Tuesday at Mackay, I think it was. Um, and uh, she's, you know, so she's keeping quite busy in that regard. So if she wants to go out and do a bit of outside work, I'm certainly happy for her to do so. But um, she, uh, I've just kept her quite busy and just trying to keep her confidence there and, and 
I can't really teach her a lot about the race riding part, even though I rode work for a lot of years, but just encouragement, uh, little do's and don'ts. We go through a ride before and after. Just those little one percenters. And um, she's been with me just on probably 11 months now, and the improvement that she's shown has been remarkable. And you know, she's still got a ways to go, but she's certainly going in the right direction. Chris, when you say you, you can't advise her on her riding but everything else, who does she look to or who do you then bring in to, to help her along those lines? Well, you've obviously got the apprentice school here in Queensland, mm. but um, she gets a lot more advice from uh, people like Sam, Steph Thornton, Benny Thompson, uh, Jimmy Byrne speaks to her a bit, Robbie Fred. So she's getting first-hand um, experience and knowledge from people that are well more advanced than her. Um, and I think she's taken great benefit from that. Um, as, yeah, I can't sort of... I can read, I'd like to think I could read a race, but <laughs> that jockey part, um, yeah, it's sort of... It's not out of my league, but um, I'm not the most experienced in that regard. But if I speak to her regarding some of her rides, if she shifts in or shifts out or she pulls the stick too much or not enough or just little things like that. She's certainly taking that on board. I think everyone will agree it's sort of starting to show in her riding, which is great. I think it's fantastic too. Like it's very important, um, obviously having come through an apprenticeship, to have a boss like that. Um, mm. It's the difference between, you know, this how long you stay in the industry as far as I'm concerned. I think she's very privileged to have you, Chris. Um, you've got a couple of runners thanks, this weekend. Thanks. <laughs> so you've got yep. a couple of runners uh, this weekend. What can you tell us about them? Yeah, I've got two uh, horses that both raced last week at the Gold Coast. One was uh, R&T, which Malia rode to victory, which was a you know really satisfying win. Um, not only for the horse, you had a couple of ordinary runs, but for obviously her to ride him, which she does ride him every day. And um, I like to keep her on here, even in the trials, all, the, all his gallops. I just think she gets on terrific with him and I, and, and uh, we've all got an understanding and, and she actually rode him on Tuesday. We could have had an opportunity to go to Eagle Farm on the course proper, but we stayed over at Doombin and worked on the A grass and she rode him perfectly. Had a really nice gallop. He's obviously going into a, um, a stronger race than last Saturday. Four-year-old Gateway. Uh, it was 250k carrot dangling there for There's us. There's big prize money on that uh, one. There's big prize money and obviously exempt from the Stradbroke, but we're not thinking Stradbroke. Um, end of the day, we're a class three horse, and if we get to that stage, terrific. But um, our main goal is that we run extremely well Saturday. Ryan Maloney is going to ride him. He rode him two starts ago, so that's a great bonus for us. Um, he's going super. The deeper he gets into his preparation, the better he gets. He's only had the one crack at 1,400 and run third at Eagle Farm. He's won at Eagle Farm. Um, I actually nominated him for the six furlong race on the same day. Yes. And actually that, that race is stronger in ratings than the um, 1,400. So we're obviously elected to stay at the 1,400. I think you'll get 1,400. Um, you, so you're tipping R&T to take that one out? Uh, well, it's obviously a strong race. There's four or five chances. Mm. Um We'd like to think we can, but I'd say there's probably another 14 or 15 trainers, jockeys and owners thinking the same thing. Yeah, spot on, spot on. Well, you've been very successful yeah. so far. Best of luck for this weekend. We'll all be watching with eager eyes, that's for sure. Terrific. Thanks very much. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Bill.
Okay. That was Chris Ma there, the trainer who has relocated the last year, just over a year to Queensland from Victoria. So he's just training out of here solely. Sam, you've ridden for him before. Yeah, he's a welcome addition to the training ranks here. Obviously, he's been here longer than I have, but he's always a, f- a really smiley face. And I love chatting to Chris and I wish him all the success over the weekend too. Yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on him, that's for sure. Yes. Well, stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett because coming up after the break, we'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland is racing. The action continues. News this week across the Sunshine State. Visiting ra- visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I are bringing you the latest racing Queensland news. Sam, before we get into it, where can we see you racing this weekend? So tonight, yes, Doombin. Uh, it's a twilight meeting, I believe. So um, starting a little bit later, not quite as late as the night meetings at the Sunshine Coast, which I'm cheering about, which means I don't have to get home at 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> right? Nice, nice. Um, and then I'll be at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Brilliant, because Eagle Farm is the big one. For this weekend, isn't it? It's a marquee event for the summer racing calendar. Yeah, it is. It's starting to crank up. People are starting to have their Christmas parties and things like that at the races. How fun. So festive. Yeah. I get very jealous when I'm riding past it. Everyone's having so much fun. I was about to say, you see everyone out there, they're (laughs) laughing, they're cheersing, and you're just gearing up to go hard. Yeah, but it's still, that's what, you know, gets me excited about the day too. I love seeing plenty of people there, especially if you ride a winner and everyone's yes. cheering. It's like, yeah, amazing pumps atmosphere. You up. Yeah. Oh, how good. Well, racing does continue on the Saturday as well. That is at Aquas Park on the Gold Coast. Then at Toowoomba as well. That's a night, mate. But due to an unplanned rail movement at Toowoomba, there's been a change, mate, to the distance of a race. Um, at this one tomorrow, and that's the benchmark 58 handicap. It was 870 metres. It's now 1,000. Oh, really? Yes. There uh, you go. A little bit of intel out. for you. There you go. Uh, racing continues in Townsville as well. In the country, Texas, Roma, and Bundaberg. And then on Sunday, the 11th of December, out at the Sunshine Coast, yes. your favourite. Yeah, I love the sunny coast. Love the sunny coast. You do, don't you? Yeah, it is just one of those tracks. It's uh, always brought me plenty of luck, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic, like you said, this time of year to have the use of that track. Awesome. Brilliant. And you know what? When you were talking about Eagle Farm as well, um, we were talking about RNT earlier on with Chris. Yes. And he's tipping that to win. You'll be there as well tomorrow. Yes. It's going to be a massive day out there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I've got a couple of really nice rides actually lined up uh, for Saturday. Uh, Freeman, who's affiliate, she's had one start for a win. I really, really like her. She's actually... A, you know, on the order of um, hopefully horses to make it into the millions, which would be, you know, fantastic for me to be able to secure a ride there. But And also um, I'm riding Centrefire, who's a mare that I've known and had a lot of luck for previously. So hopefully she can sort of improve on her run last start. But her work this week's been fantastic, so keep an eye out for those two. Fingers crossed, yes. because as we said over the weekend, last weekend though, you were a bridesmaid, <laughs> not a bride. Fingers <laughs> crossed we can get you down the altar and get that first yes, place finish this yes. weekend, right? <laughs> Good luck, Sam. Thank you. We'll be watching you, that's for sure. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I on SEN Track. It's been great to have your company. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit the website, racingqueensland.com.au. Happy racing. Happy racing.